Hello and welcome to the study notes on prayer series. I am Hadekunle Joshua Olambiwanu, and I'm super excited to have you here today. Um, in our previous editions, we we started on the um, seven steps to an answered prayer, and we've considered all seven steps in the previous editions. It is important that I reiterate at this point that these steps are essential to getting answers to prayers. When I say essential, I mean essential. They are very important that if you do not take these steps when you pray, you are not likely going to get results. And when you analyze these steps very well, you will see that they are the reason that you have been praying for a while now and your prayers have not been getting results. Let me reiterate again that Prayers should be intended towards getting results. It is so important that we understand this. Prayers should be intended towards getting results. So if you are praying not for results, what is your business praying then? The only kind of prayer you can pray not for result now is probably the prayer of praise and thanksgiving. The prayer of praise and thanksgiving even praying to fellowship with God must have a result. You want to hear from God. So we pray so that we can have results. And so today we are going to continue on our study note on prayer. And for the next two or three episodes, we're going to be talking about praying in the name of Jesus. Praying in the name of Jesus. You might be wondering, is there another special way to pray in the name of Jesus? What is the big deal about praying in Jesus' name? I remember some time ago, I had one of our students from the School of Prosperity and Influence. Whenever we asked her to pray, she would say, Lord Jesus, she wanted to pray. And then she would say, Lord Jesus, um, we thank you for today. We, and then she will continue praying. And I had a, you know, I had a easy time. I don't want to say hard time correcting her. That, okay, so it's as, as beautiful as it is to pray in the name of Jesus, we have to get it right. We have to get it right. We are meant to pray to the Father. It is so important that we understand this. Our prayers should be directed to the Father. We'll see soon. And so today we're going to consider just about two or three scriptures, most maximum three scriptures. And the first one is Philippians chapter 2, verse 9. Why is the name of Jesus important? Why? Philippians chapter 2 and verse 9. It says, God has highly exalted him. And I've given him a name. See, that name now is important because it is God that gave him that name. It is so important that we understand this tiny little detail. God has exalted him. And God has given him a name. He says, this name is above every other name. This name is above every other name. He says that at the name of Jesus, now this is the name, at the name of Jesus, every knee must bow of things in heaven, things in heart 
and things under the earth. He now says that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. This is our emphasis. That every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Jesus Christ is Lord. We need to understand that one of the titles of God, if you were an avid reader of the scriptures, you would discover that one of the titles of God in the Old Testament was Lord. The Lord is not is never written in small letters. It is always written in um, capital letter, Lord. Thus said the Lord. One of the titles of God was Lord. And Lord, Lord means the owner, the owner of all things. That is what the word Lord means, the owner. And so when Christ completed his mission, Philippians chapter 2 verse 9 says, God has given him the name. So by name here, it means God has given him the title. God has given him the title that is above every other name. That the mention of this name, every name should bow. So it now means that Jesus became, was, uh, how do you put it now? Jesus was uh, crowned the owner of all things by God himself, by making him Lord. This tiny little detail might be, might be insignificant until we really understand what it means. So it then means that whatever it is we want must be gotten through the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus is now the constituted authority in heaven and in hell to get anything that you want. The name of Jesus is the constituted authority in heaven and on earth to get anything from God. At the mention of the name, every knee must bow and every tongue must confess. The tongue that refused to confess, okay, would be cut off. So Jesus settled this now, that Jesus is the constituted authority. That name is what gives you access to all things, including the Father. We are sons to our Father God through Jesus. And so it is through his name that we're meant to approach him. It is important that we understand this. Hebrews chapter 9 verse 15, this is the second scripture. All this in your hand that Jesus is Lord and is also the constituted authority, and so it is through Him that we get everything that we may desire as believers in Christ from God. Now, that's one, two, Hebrews chapter 9 and verse 15. Hebrews chapter 9 and verse 15. Hebrews 9 and 15. 
It says, for this cause, he is the mediator of the New Testament, that by means of death, for the redemption of the transgressions that were under the first testament, they that are called might be received the promise of eternal inheritance. Let's look at this from verse 12. We're going to read verse 12 up to verse 15, part A. Verse 12 says, Neither by the blood of goats, but by his own blood, he entered in once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. He says, For if the blood of bulls and of goats and the ashes of an aphor, sprinkling the unclean, sanctify to the purifying of the flesh, he says, How much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God, purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God? It is through his blood that he has presented that you are able to serve the living God, that you are able to become a son of God. Now, he now says here, very important detail, that for this cause, for this reason, because you have become a son through him, and so for this reason, he is the mediator of the New Testament. He is the mediator. He is the intercessor before the Father. So the Lord Jesus, the second thing I need us to say to is that the Lord Jesus stands between us and the Father. The first thing is, the Lord Jesus is the constituted authority. The second thing is, the Lord Jesus stands between us and our Father. And so, if we are going to gain access to our Father, it must be true, the Lord Jesus. This is the reason he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh to the Father except through me. So you can go to God, okay? See, there's a difference now. So let's clarify things. You can go to God as any other thing without Jesus, but if you must go to God as a son, it must be through Jesus. You can go to God, okay, through any other means. If you can get the attention of God through any other means, well, Good luck. By as any other thing, all right, you can go to God. But if you must approach God as his son, it must be true, Jesus. So while God may be God to the rest of the world, he is father to me. And so he is father to me. And when I want to approach my father, I go through the constituted authority. I go through the channel of communication, which is the Lord Jesus. So when I pray, it is to be father. I am praying to my father in the name of Jesus. In fact, when I am praying at all, whether to the father or I'm trying to change things, or I'm trying to manifest, it must all be done in the name of of Jesus. We'll consider this in the previous episodes. Whatever kind of prayer I'm praying at all as a son must be true the name. It must take the proper channel. So when I am asking, okay, so when I'm praying to my father, 
to get something. I am to approach my father in the name of Jesus. This tiny little detail is important. Because to approach the father without the name of Jesus, okay, would be to try to connect with someone without having her time. And to pray in the name of Jesus without directing our prayers to Father, while it is that we are supplicating or we are asking for one thing in particular, means that our prayers have no particular destination. Get it clearly. The destination of your prayer is God, of course, our Father. But the means of reaching the Father is the name of Jesus. So when we pray, it is Father in the name of Jesus. That tiny little detail might not make a lot of sense to you, but it makes a lot of difference whether your prayers are going to get answers or not. That's why. John chapter 16. This is the third scripture we're looking today. So we have to understand that while God is God to the world, he is Father to me. And as long as 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 as, as long as he is Father to me, he will answer my prayers. But I will have to pray according to his rules. Hello? He is God to the world, but Father to me. But because he's Father to me, when I pray, he will answer my prayer because I pray according to his rules. And this is why John chapter, first John chapter 5, verse 14 says, This is the confidence we have in him that when we pray according to his will, he hears us. And so if indeed he heard us, we have received whatever it is we've asked for. Praise God. Now, John chapter 16. Jesus gave a clear instruction here. This is our last scripture for the day. He says, He that do, have you asked nothing in my name? He says, Until now, you have asked nothing in my name. He now says, Ask, and you will receive, that your joy may be full. Interestingly, he said, Before now, you have not asked anything in my name. But says, From this moment onward, Ask in my name, and you will receive that your joy may be full. Ask, and you will receive that your joy may be full. In, verse, in John chapter 14, verse 13, he says, Whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, he says, That will I do that the Father may be glorified in the Son. And if you shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. This is John chapter 14, verse 13 and 14. So we are to ask in his name. In fact, he made it clear here that the purpose of your asking must be so that your joy may be full. So it is important that if you are specific about the things you want, you have found the scriptures that promises you those things, you need to go to God, the Father, in the name of Jesus, and ask, citing the word of God that has promised you that thing. This is the first step when it comes to praying 
in the name of Jesus. In our next um, episode, we're going to be considering using the name of Jesus to change things. You know, because we have to understand, there's a difference between the prayer of supplication or prayer of worship and the prayer of fellowship with our Father. And there's a difference to manifest, and there's a difference in manifesting as a child of God. Even if you are to manifest as a child of God, as a son of God, it has to be done in the name of Jesus. Do everything in the name of Jesus. So one by one, we're going to take it. Today, we've considered supplication, asking in the name of Jesus. Don't forget, your prayers must be directed to our Father. He is your Father. He will listen through the name of Jesus. God bless you as you share this episode with another person. Have a wonderful day.